What's up, everybody? This is Podcast Game Overs, episode 160. For Thursday, October 19, 2023, I am Wasabi Ice Cream, joined as always by Rick. What's up? Yo, what's up, everybody? It's Rick. I'm here. You're here. We're all here to talk about video games. Let's start where you always start, man. Let's be what you've been playing. Diablo 4, Season of Blood. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. I started that too, so we can talk about that together. Uh, I only played for a couple hours the other day, but I'm I'm pretty into it, dude. Pretty into it. It is the best the game's been since it launched. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I like the game. I like the game when it launched. But... I I liked it when it launched, but I feel like you know it had a little bit of. It was just it was like missing something you know especially i don't know i feel like because the game was just like a grind to from level one to level 50 and then you just do whatever the shit is you do after that like hell ties and nightmares and shit like that uh if you weren't doing the campaign but with this with the season of blood they've added a new zone called the blood harvest and dude it is the most fucking fun content that the game has ever had oh yeah they've they've significantly increased the mob density in these areas oh yeah so there's just always fucking shit to kill just shit everywhere to kill um there's tons of events and drops to get uh, everything in the area is linked to the Tree of Whispers, and they significantly buff the Tree of Whispers. So you're in the area doing all the shit, and then you're unlocking Whispers or whatever. Then you go to the tree to cash in, and you'll get like a million gold and like an entire level up, and then a bunch of fucking loot. And it's like so much more worth it now. Yeah, dude, it's fucking great. I'm having a blast with it. Uh, the vampire powers are super cool. The powers are fucking awesome. There's one power, I forget what it's called, but there's one where the description says uh, every four seconds you steal 40% of your max health from nearby enemies. And I'm like, oh, okay, that sounds all right. But then, I don't know, quote unquote nearby enemies because it seems like nearby to them is the entire screen and beyond. <laughs> have you noticed that? Have you, have you seen that one? I haven't seen that one. Um, there's a couple that I'm using. Let me find it. I, I just blew the game up because <laughs> I'm addicted to it. But... Him, him Taro's in the chat. He says, I got to re-download D4, huh? E- yes. Yes. And, and no. Because, uh, I don't know, outside of the Blood Harvest area, where the, where the game's just fucking normal, I was not having as much of a blasty blast. <laughs> like, you know, when you pull up, like, the season journey or whatever, and it's like, do all this bullshit. Or it's like, yeah, do three strongholds, or, like, do five dungeons, and... It's like that shit. It's like the normal fucking content that's like boring now because the blood <laughs> harvest is so fucking good. So good. It's so good. 
um, for the skills I have, the one that I'm using right now, I'm kind of boring. I'm going for, like, a lot of really, like, passive skills that just help out my main build. Yeah. So, like, um, Feed the Coven is what I'm using. So I'm, I'm running a Necromancer. So Conjuring, Companion, Minion, or Bat Familiar attacks have up to 30% chance to restore 10 primary resource and increase your damage by 10% for 4 seconds. So okay. I'm just, like, constantly, like, shooting off, like, like magic. Like I have like a ton of like essence now to like use spells and skills with. Um yeah. another one that's gonna be fun is Yeah. I don't know if there's class specific powers. I know they're in the mal malignant there were like class specific ones for that. Yeah, so I don't know if there's any class specific ones. All the ones I have are pretty like generically describes like this one's like like conjuration companion minion and bat familiar so that would work for like anyone that really has like a familiar type yeah skill. and it's it's a lucky hit so it's not like it's super reliable but it's like a 30 percent chance on lucky hit so yeah <laughs> it's every time my minions attack i have like eight minions out on the floor right now so yeah so the chance of like that going off and healing me for free is or restoring my resources for free is pretty and there's another one that's like you deal 8% increased damage to vulnerable enemies and enemies that are vulnerable are affected by vampire curse or enemies are vulnerable by well affected by vampire curse and I have another one so like my familiars can deal vampire curse to enemies so it's it's really cool like this is setting off like those parts of my brain that are like synergize 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 you know what i mean like yeah yeah it's so much fun it's so much fun now like yeah because the the blood harvest is it, they're basically like hell tides but yeah just it's just open from the beginning and yeah. then fucking i was in there and you know the ones where it's like you collect these like blood drops and you like there's there's spots on the map where you can like deposit them yeah, and there's one that takes 150 or it's like there's three pedestals and you put 50 in each and that starts some sort of like raid where every vampire just comes in you just destroy them well, i haven't done that yet i've been uh, oh man dude or I've, I've been doing the um i've been trying to bump up the seasonal stuff oh you're fucking up and, because yeah, i yeah when i when i did this thing i was like i'm not doing anything else I'm just doing this fucking, I don't even know what the fuck it's called. It's like a blood hunt or something. You like start a blood hunt and then, um, you need like multiple people though. Like you need at least like three or four people because it's just so many enemies that come in and yeah. dude, the amount of loot that drops, it seems broken. It, it almost seems broken because <laughs> I had to, I, I had like, we did it. We did it three times because there's a countdown timer before like the area moves to a new area on the map yeah and so i was like it's the first time i ever fucking used the chat dude i was in the chat and i was like i have 100 if anyone has 50 right now we can do another one and like someone was like i got 50 and we fucking deposited and we fucking <laughs> we loaded one up and then like dude like the whole uh area just turned into a fucking bloodbath just enemies fucking everywhere legendaries dropping fucking it's it's fucking insane 
and you're like, this is broken. And then you just go to deposit everything. The tree of whispers is like, I have shit for you. And then you go to the tree and you fucking get another million gold. It's like, so I have like, I have like four, five million gold and I'm only like level like 40 something. It's insane. I have, I have a legendary in every slot. Uh, multiple legendaries that have more I know even even know what to do with. It's insane. It's insanity. And I'm like, I don't want to do anything else but this. And then, yeah, and then when you're going through the journey, I'm like, this is boring now because I'm just doing the same old fucking strongholds. I'm doing the same old fucking missions. I'm doing these boring side missions. I just want to do. I just want to do the blood harvest, man. Uh, <laughs> so that's the only that's the only downside to it is like now I don't want to do anything else but the the harvest. So and that's fine. Like that's like the beauty of the game, man. You can play whatever you want. Like, yeah. If you don't want to do the seasonal journey stuff, you don't have to. And honestly, look at the seasonal journey stuff. I'm like the the rewards for like for free, like doing the season, aren't that great. <laughs> yeah. Like all you need like a premium season pass, like getting into good shit. Yeah, I had the premium one for the last one, but I didn't realize. <laughs> I didn't realize what I was doing when I activated it. Yeah, I thought I it was, that. yeah. <laughs> uh, considering the game was completely unplayable for me until, uh, until I found out that I had to turn off cross-platform play for it to be playable because it was just a laggy that mess. Rubber banding issues. Yeah, like... yeah. It was a laggy fucking mess, and I was like, okay, someone has to know why this is happening. And then I went on Reddit. And then someone's like, turn off cross-platform play. And then it fixes it. And I was like, you motherfuckers. This never... It's on by default. Yeah. I remember turning it off for me. And I've never had those issues. Where is that? Is that in, like, connect? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's off for me. Oh, wow. Yeah. I guess I never turned it. I must have turned it off one day and just never turned it back on or something. I don't know. Yeah, that's probably why you were fine. Maybe, yeah. But yeah, I turned that off, oh, and then I was finally able to play. And then, and then, so when I when I figured that out, I loaded up the malignant season, and I tried to like, <laughs> I tried to like br- brute force through the through the tears, so I didn't waste my fucking. Uh, yeah, but I didn't get my, I didn't get very far, so. But uh, yeah, I don't know. There's they they made a lot of a lot more quality of life changes. Like they updated, they made a lot of changes to the horse. The sorcerer finally fucking feels great. I'm enjoying the sorcerer yeah, finally. I was, looking, I was looking at the uh, some of the um, the meta for the season, and right now the uh, the 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 for looking at class lists for leveling, chain lightning sorcerer is like S class right now for leveling. Yeah. Not so much end game. They gotta change the skills for end game, but for leveling, chain lightning's the way to go. I don't I don't fuck with the meta, okay? I yeah. just do I just do what I want. I only fuck with the meta because I don't wanna waste my time. <laughs> I wanna like okay, I wanna know like okay, what's effective, what sounds fun to play. That's as far as I go. Like when I was playing um when I was playing um Druid, I looked up some of the meta to like help level me up, but when it got to end game the meta was like 
what was it? It was like Stormcloud Druid, and I was like, that doesn't sound fun. So I was running a, I was running like an Earthshaker, like bear build for my end game stuff, and I was having fun with it. Yeah, like so. The meta, only, the meta gets you like, the meta can only get you so far, but they're not always the funnest to play, so I don't always listen to it. I just listen to it to like get me started. Yeah. And see like what the strengths are right now for that class, but I don't always follow it to like a T. Yeah, so it's fun. It's fun. It's I just fun. want them to they still got a ways to go. They still got a ways to go with with this. They need to, they need more updates like this. That yeah. like even even fun. in the all the cities, they added stash boxes to every vendor in the cities. So there's not just one stash in the city. Yeah. And they kind of rearranged a lot of things. Yeah. They changed the, the run all the way back to my fucking box to like move stuff around like every time I talk yeah. to a vendor. They right. like they, they change all the gems so you just get gem dust and then you use those to create the gems that you want. And it doesn't take inventory until you actually make the gems. So there's a lot of a lot of smart changes that they've been making, but they still got they still got some a little bit of work to do. So. I wish they would fix, even though they fixed a lot of stuff for the horse. The thing that pisses me off about the horse is that like the game forces you to hop off the horse a lot to like traverse the environment. Yeah. I wish as soon as you did that, it just it just reset the cooldown for the horse. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hop the horse like a three second, five second cooldown. So when you jump off the horse for and you have that five second cooldown and you like you spend two seconds like climb a ladder and you gotta wait three other seconds for the fucking cooldown to reset so you can get back on your horse. Just yeah. every time you do that, you climb a ladder or hop to another area or something, just They made the, the they cooldown. made the they made the cooldown shorter, but it's still not short enough. Yeah, they should just reset the cooldown whenever you do like uh, an environmental like interaction, like climbing a ladder or jumping off a cliff. Just reset the cooldown for the horse, and I'll be happy. That's all I need. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, but it's, it's fun though. Like I'm having fun with it. It's fun. I was like, yeah, when I saw this this new season came out, I was like, all right, I'll give it a shot. And I was like, I'm about to like not be productive for the next like couple of months. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Which talks is like I have work to do, and I'm probably like, I I'm probably gonna postpone it like a lot. <laughs> I I have stuff to do today. I have some stuff for like work I have to do before I start work on Friday, and I have chores to do around the house. I have to go get groceries. I'm like, I'm gonna either not do some of those, or I'm gonna do it the last minute. <laughs> But I'm having fun with it. I'm playing it right now. I'm having a fucking blast with this game. So, that's Diablo 4. Also played Modern Warfare 3. Yes. The open beta was going on uh, the days leading up to Diablo. And I loaded this shit up. Man, it has been a very long time since I played a Call of Duty game. <laughs> Same. I, I don't even want to think about how bad I am at Call of Duty now. Uh, I'm actually not as bad as I thought I would have been. My yeah. my skills definitely have atrophied over the years, but uh, 
the the maps are the same they're the same maps from i think they are modern warfare 2 maps oh yeah so you get in there and it's like oh fuck dude i remember this map uh and yeah it was just a lot of that it's like oh dude i remember this map and so like the it starts coming back your like muscle memory starts coming back for it and it um it just feels fucking good, man. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> like it is a fucking good game. It is a good game. Yeah, for the f- Diablo, fucking Call of Duty has always felt like really good to play. It's just yeah, you know, it's just all the Call of Duty stuff that surrounds it is like what people don't like. And more, it is a good game. Like it's a, it's a good, well built, fun game to play. Yeah. So I was having so much fun, even like when I wasn't winning, like even if like the match was close, I still felt pretty good about it. You know, I was like, oh, man, that was a good, fun, close match. Even had some like on the voice chat, there were other people just, you know, had their like mics on and they were like, yeah, it was a good game, guys. You know, we tried, but we didn't get it. But, you know, it was nice and close. And I was like, wow, that's a that's a crazy amount of positivity coming from the Call of Duty community here <laughs> yeah yeah but it's be, but it's cross-platform it's cross-platform though so everyone was in there there was like playstation guys in there it was xbox guys in there it was mostly xbox guys i think Is call of duty non-toxic now at least mostly non-toxic now i don't know i didn't hear any bit of time to- oh you know what it is too when you when you load the game up it, it says your voice messages will be recorded it records your your voice for uh, moderation purposes. So maybe that's it. Though I don't think that's gonna stop anyone. I don't think anyone actually is reading that message. Like, oh no, I better not call yeah, anyone the right. F slur. Yeah, I think you're right. Like, I, I think about like some of the sh- the toxic shit I've heard, and I'm like, yeah, threat of recording is like not gonna stop those types of people. Yeah. Let's be honest here. But. Um, I'm glad you had a good time. Like, that's it's yeah, it's so much fun, and the um the menus, man, <laughs> yeah. the menus in this game are fucking yeah, insane. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, insanely good or no, insanely bad, like uh, confusing, and why would why are they so complicated? First of all, there's like three different launchers. So, uh, not too long ago, like a week or two back. They merged all of the Call of Duties into one big Call of Duty launcher. So you launch the Call of Duty launcher, and then from there, you pick the game you want to play. And at least I was playing in Battle.net. I was playing with Uncle Dolph. He was playing on Steam. Neither of those, neither of the Steam nor Battle.net updates the game from its, like, client like steam doesn't update the call of duty and battle.net doesn't update the call of duty so when you launch the game it goes hey there's an update so restart the fucking game and it's like motherfuckers you you're in battle.net you're in steam why don't you just fucking update the shit right so like that happens and then so when you you launch the game again and you're in like the call of duty launcher you pick the game you want to play Modern Warfare 3. Then it goes, Modern Warfare 3 has an update. So restart the game. And you have to restart again for like the individual game update now. And I'm like, why the fuck is it made this way? You have a 
obnoxious. <laughs> like that sounds obnoxious as all. Well. Yeah, you gotta like launch three launchers just to get into the game you want to play, and then it doesn't update itself when you're like not in the game. It's insane. That's obnoxious. <laughs> so, like that was that, and then once you're actually in the game, navigating it is insane. I don't know. Me and like Uncle Dolph spent like twenty minutes trying to find each other, trying to invite each other to the match, and it was just insanity. So, um, but once we got in, uh, you know, it does a thing where it's like all the game modes are in playlists. So if you just want to play team deathmatch, for example, you can't just play team deathmatch. You have to pick the playlist. playlist Yeah. Get fucking like habits, like games from that. Like, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Halo does the same thing. It's fucking annoying. Yeah. But at least Halo has a lot more playlists so it has more so i don't know if that's a better thing but at least has more you know um this shit only had like four or five it's just like kind of like old school like xbla days i remember what like those used to look like and i'm like what, what what's what's wrong with that <laughs> like yeah i feel like that was easier i think you know, it, know. it tries to it tries to funnel people into because if you have too many options then it thins out the player, uh, you know, the matchmaking. It, it thins yeah. everything out so people aren't, like, matching with each other because everyone wants to play a different thing. Yeah. So, like, I understand why they do it. It's just most people, most people, I feel like, would just like a here's team deathmatch. Yeah. You know, I feel like that's the most basic fucking thing. So, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not a developer. I'm not, like... I don't know what it's like to put that stuff together, like what the back end looks like on that, but yeah, I, it just it seems very like like unfriendly, like unuser friendly to me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It just so, seems like more clicks than what I need to get to what I want to do. Yeah. But I'm glad like you had fun with it. Like I haven't played a Call of Duty game in ever, dude. It's been fucking ages since I played Call of Duty. Yeah, it's great. I yeah, when I want once in a while, like Black Ops, like the Black Ops zombies, like whatever pack will come on sale and I think about picking it up, but I never do. Yeah. Yeah, when I when I saw the um when I saw the beta was there, I was like, oh you know what, let me try this because it's been it's been too long. And yeah, it was it's 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 very good. I might actually I might actually buy that game i don't know maybe not yeah. probably not but it's got me wanting to it's kind of wanting to play more of well, just of just it's like free isn't it you can play warzone yeah but warzone's not you know what i'm saying it's not call of duty though i mean yeah, yeah but yeah i know what uh, you mean it's like battle royale call of duty yeah just death match or yeah yeah i know what you mean or one in the chamber remember one in the chamber no. So it was an old game mode from uh, an old, old, old Call of Duty. I don't know if it's still a thing, but basically the, the, the point of the game is it's six players, free for all, but the, the gimmick is that everyone has a M, M1911, the standard pistol. It's instant kill. It has a single round of ammo, and you have a knife, and each player has three lives. <laughs> Oh, you mean Golden Gun. 
golden gun. I call it was called one of the chamber. Well, yeah, well, and and Golden Eye, the 007 on the Nintendo 64. Yeah, they had that mode. It was called Golden Gun. <laughs> but with the gimmick with this is that the bullet, the the gun only had one bullet in it. <laughs> like, is that how Golden Gun worked? In, in, uh, yeah, I think so. I don't remember. It was one. It was single shot, one hit kill. But I don't remember. I think it was. You had one bullet, and then you had to resort to your chopping. So I think so. This one, everybody had that, and I think they all had scavengers. So if you can kill someone before they can kill you, you can take their bullet. <laughs> but you'll only ever have a chance to like scavenge one bullet from somebody. Like it's, it can get pretty fun. Like it's six players. You got six players, free for all. Everyone has three lives. It can get it can get pretty intense. I played that quite a bit back in the day. All right. Yeah, I didn't see. I didn't see if they had that mode there. Yeah, probably not. Cause it's like it's an open beta. So they're probably just testing out like deathmatch and yeah, game mode. Super fifty six. Super fifty six. Super yes. fifty six launched on steam finally and uh i played this during one of the demo derbies like two demo derbies ago and it's a it's like a wario wear yeah you're telling me about it a while ago you said it was really fun the main difference is it's one button literally one button yeah even in the menus you navigate the menus with one button the a button and every mini game is just a variation of pressing the A button, whether you like tap it, mash it, hold it to do different things. It's the it's the A button. So it's like put A out, but it cut down the buttons by like a third. Yes. Put A. I had like left, right, and then a single button. But yes. You just use the A button. You're not using any directional pad movements. Yeah. But this is better than that game because it just has much more variety in the games. And it's just more, it's more traditional, like, WarioWare type shit where you have no idea what the fuck the game is. Yeah. And it just gives you, like, one vague hint at the beginning. And you're like, okay, I got to figure this out with the one button I have. <laughs> Which is never anything, like, too, too complicated, but it's just the way they present it you're like what exactly is gonna happen when i hit this button and uh, another one of the big things this game does is leaderboards there's a huge emphasis on being better than everyone else i guess so there's a lot of leaderboards and you can see where your rank is compared to everyone else who's ever played the game it keeps oh, yeah. track of keeps track of your score and shit Ooh. Um, for like individual games and then for like the whole shebang and yeah there's 52 games and some of them have some of them have like weird gimmicks where you don't exactly <laughs> you don't exactly know what is happening but um, there's like a practice mode so you can like load up any of the games and practice them but you don't get any there's achievements you don't get the achievements or any bonuses or whatever for practicing. It's uh, yeah, cool. it's really cool. 
I like those types of like WarioWare games. Like no one else really does anything like that but WarioWare. Yeah. And even then, like WarioWare's kind of moved away from that formula. Cause they gotta have a new gimmick with like every one of their games. So Yeah. And I like this because it does everything with one button. Yeah. So there's even like a there's like an FPS thing. <laughs> What? And they were like, how the fuck do you do this with one button? But yeah, they find out yeah, they find cool ways to uh create invent new games with one button. It's pretty it's pretty cool. Okay, so. I'll check it out. You convinced me. I'll check it out. <laughs> and I want more games like that. I've been playing like I haven't been playing too much. Oh, again, I forgot to put on the list that I, I am playing. Um, I don't know if I talked about it yet. I'm playing uh Brotato on my Oh. On my yeah. yeah, it's good. It's really good. It's uh it's a uh, it's a vampire survivor like. Yeah. It's an ass game. And it's it's a lot of fun. So with this one there aren't as many like there's there's no like unlockables between like runs. So it's not like you do a run you could use like resources to level up like your stats or anything though. No, that doesn't have that. It's a straight just run, but it has a, a ton of characters. All of them with varying different like abilities, skill sets. Like there's this one character that like oh moves really fast and they attack really hard with melee weapons, but their range is reduced by like a hundred percent with uh long range weapons. So you want to use melee weapons with them the whole time. There's other one that's like oh they they get like they 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 get a penalty. It's the they're they're king. They get a penalty for every tier one item or weapon you have equipped, but they get a huge bonus to attack damage for every like tier five, which is like the highest tier you can get. But they have increased luck and increased money generation to make up for it. So you have better chances to buy and find that stuff. It's really cool. And you can hold up to like eight weapons at a time. Every character has eight arms, except for one character who has 12. <laughs> You're just running around like fucking things up with these eight with eight weapons, and it's so exciting to figure out like which weapons work well together. Um, each weapon has like a special type that it's it is. So like bladed weapons, bladed weapons. If you have enough of them equipped, they can increase your I think it's like attack speed and chance to steal life. Uh, medieval weapons increase your armor, and they can be multiple things. Like you can have like a sword that's like a medieval sword, and it's a bladed weapon and a medieval weapon. So it'll it'll count for things in that in that skill set. It's it's a lot of fun. I haven't finished a run yet, but I've gotten really close, and it's it's so much fun, dude. Um, I got it for like a dollar fifty because I bought um twenty minutes till dawn on my phone, and they had like a special bundle. But since I already own twenty minutes till dawn, it just gave me the bundle price for Brotato. So I oh nice. Yeah, so I was like, fuck it, I'll pick it up then. And I'm having fun with it. It's so much fun. Like, I don't know what it is about these types of games. Okay, I do know what it is. It's that mob density you get in Diablo. Oh, yeah, that, yeah. Like, bullshit of having to level up in Diablo. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you get that, like, instant gratification of, like, synergizing abilities and watching shit just, like, melt without having to, like, level up a character. <laughs> I think that's why I like these games so much. I could never um, play any of these games on my phone it would frustrate the fuck out of me i'm i'm 
I'm fine with it. <laughs> really? The thing is, like, I don't like because when you play a phone game, you're like fingers have to block a portion of the screen, and it always frustrates the fuck out of me. I've never had that issue with it, and a lot of them are. What's cool with these types of games is that they're like auto shooters. So I'm not. I don't have two hands like on the screen. You know, I just have one finger on there to like move the character around, and that's it. Yeah, but um, that finger is always going to block a portion of the screen, though. What's cool though is that with Rotato, at least, it has a. Uh, what's the term I'm looking for? It has a. Um, you can put your finger anywhere on the screen and it becomes yeah. a joystick. So if there's like one part of the screen I don't want to be covered, I can just move my hand to another part of the screen. Um, I've gotten used to it. And honestly, the convenience of like, of having that, of being able to play it like anywhere, I could like be taking a dump and be like, oh, I'm going to play like a couple rounds of potato really quick. Or I like, I'll start up a run for 20 minutes till dawn and pick it up later. Like that, that, that convenience is worth it. No. I play a lot at work. I play a lot at work on my lunch break. That's when I get most of my like game time in. To be honest, when I'm home, I'm playing like Diablo or I'm playing like Cyberpunk or something else. I'm not playing like Potato or anything. That's why you get a Steam Deck. I need to get a Steam Deck. I would yeah. I think I would I would benefit greatly from a Steam Deck. Yeah. I do want one. I will get one eventually. <laughs> or not like specifically a Steam Deck, but any Steam Deck or Steam Deck alternative. It's only to get me so far though. Like I can't play Diablo on it. You can. I have it on Battle.net. I have it on Battle.net. I have it on Steam. Oh yeah. And well you can play you can do Battle.net. You can do it on Battle.net. Not 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 um not out of the box, but well, if you get a Steam Deck alternative, they just run Windows, so okay. you can do whatever the fuck you want on those. That might be what I do, because I have so many games like Battle.net, Game Pass, Epic. Like, it's... I should just get one of those so I can, like, really play them. Yeah. Like, GPD. Check out the GPD devices, man. They're really fucking good. It's and... on my list. Honestly, I'd rather get that than, like, PS5. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I get more mileage out of that than PS5 because the PS5 is going to be for like a couple games, and even then, those games are going to be coming to um, PC to, to PC eventually. Yeah. As much as I fucking want the new Spider-Man game, I could wait like a year or something for it to come to PC. I don't mind. For the Ultimate Edition. Yeah, exactly. So. And that, that's what I'm probably going to end up doing. I, I might end up getting one of those like sometime later in the line, but. Until then, <laughs> iOS is going to be like forever. Um, I'm also playing Cyberpunk. I bought Phantom Liberty. And dude, it's so fucking good. It is so fucking good. <laughs> um, and it's going for someone who really likes Cyberpunk. Like, just getting more like lore and more story out of it is like, fuck yeah, dude. Sign me up. Um, Dogtown is so fucking cool. It's like this 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 section of Pacifica where the Voodoo Boys like hang out. I don't know how far you got in the campaign. The section of Pacifica called Dogtown. It's like closed off to the rest of the public, and it's basically like the best way I can look at it is they successfully seceded from the United States because they got too many 
fucking psychos running it to like fuck with them. Because <laughs> it's basically like a bunch of fucking psycho gang members that were or one specific like psycho like borderline militant like gangster who was like, "Hey, this whole chunk of like Pacifica, I'm calling it mine now." And you can come and try to take it, government, but you're going to be fighting with me and, like, all of my followers. So they're like, all right, you can just have it then. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, and the president's uh, plane gets shot down over Dogtown, so you kind of get strong-armed by the government to come and help her. Like, someone hits you up and they're like, hey, I know about the relic, I know it's killing you. I have government resources that could help you if you help me get the, the president out of Dogtown. And I'm gonna minor spoiler. That's like the first like couple missions. After that, there's some twists and some turns, and you still need help to get the relic. And it's it becomes like a fucking spy thriller. It's really really fucking good. It's really good. Uh, the area of Doc Town's really neat. It's really cool to see this like dilapidated, fucking rundown borderline looks like some post apocalyptic shit. And there's a dude on the intercom just, like, spewing propaganda at everybody. There's this vendor there that's really fucking cool, because, like... Because the whole point is that this is, like, a whole separate thing, so aren't, they aren't, like, subject to government regulations. So they sell all kinds of, like, black market, like, you know, cyberware that the government doesn't want you to have. So there's this dude who's... His name's, like, Harold. He's all fucking chromed out. He's missing a lower jaw. And he's got some fucking, like, like some fucking voice-to-speech thing that, like, talks for him. But he still has, like, this norm- a normal human inflection with, like, a tinniness to it. And he's just completely fucking chromed out, dude. He's got chrome and wires all over him. And he's just, like, he's, like, so happy. He's like, wait, hey, man, what can I buy you? And you're like, you got all kinds of chrome, dude. Like, what's the story there? And he's like, take your pick, man. Accident, body dysmorphia, I felt like it. Take your pick. <laughs> And you're like, so which one is it? He's like, whichever one gets me a sale, dog. <laughs> Check this out. And he fucking shoots like he fucking... He, he holds his uh, hand to his chest and he shoots a fucking flame out of his elbow. And he's like, isn't that shit cool? <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, I love you, dude. <laughs> that was always my... I was always disappointed that you couldn't make your character as cool looking as a lot of the NPCs that you would see. So with this, like, the chrome stuff, like, that's not going to change, honestly. And I wish that was something you can do. Just fucking, just completely chrome yourself out. Just go crazy with it. Yeah. That's something you can't do. But the the clothing options that are there, there's a ton of clothing options in the game. And Dogtown adds even more to it. But what it does, it adds a lot of, like... So in the game, clothing doesn't affect your stats unless it's specific, like, like specific type of clothing. So, like, a shirt will never affect your stats but a bulletproof vest will. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, like, same thing. A hat won't affect your stats, but a helmet will. Or, like, a visor can might help with, like, your your quick hacking stuff. And when you get to Dogtown, it's got a ton of clothing options that I haven't seen before. And even some, like, armor stuff, like a bunch of bulletproof vests, a bunch of, like, there's, like, some uh, some bandoliers you can put on that increase your that reduce the cooldown for your grenades or healing items like there's all kinds of shit you can find and the everywhere you can find there is all super neat there's like a black market weapons dealer harold who sells like black market weapons but the black market weapons are like iconic weapons you missed in the game 
So if you didn't pick up an iconic weapon from a mission, he sells it there for you. And he's like, don't worry about how I found it. Just know that I got it. You can buy it if you want. <laughs> That's dope. He-Man1320 in the chapter. Yeah, what up, He-Man? But yeah, dude, Phantom Liberty is fucking, it's good. It's really, really good. And I'm super into it. Uh, if you liked Cyberpunk, you'll like Phantom Liberty. Like, it's worth, it's like $30 right now, and it's 110%. Like, it adds so much extra stuff to the game. Um, it increased the level cap from, like, 50 to 60. So that's cool. You're able to uh, max out a couple more of your stats if you wanted to. You can pull, your, pull your build a little bit farther. I'm just having so much fun with the game, dude. Like, is it the exact game that I, I was expecting to come out when they first showed off all that shit? No, it's not. But it's really, really fucking close to, like, what I was expecting. It's so good now. Especially with Phantom Liberty. Um, all the new iconic weapons, this, 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 uh, this expansion introduced, incredible, dude. Incredible. I found this, like, this hatchet. It's an iconic hatchet. It's a regular throwing weapon, but the gimmick is when you do a critical hit with it, it fucking explodes like fucking Thor's hammer, which is lightning everywhere. <laughs> and with my build, I have like, a, if I hit someone in the head while I have my Sendeva stand running, it's like a 90% chance to crit. So I'm just constantly just throwing it, blowing dudes' heads up with like a big explosion of electricity. And with the skills I have set up, if I kill someone with a throwing weapon, it spawns back in my hand. So I, I'm literally just like Thor, just throwing this thing, smiting people. It just, it's insane, dude. It's insane. Like, this shit this game lets you do. It's, if you want a game that really lets you, like, express yourself, build your character how you want, this game will do it. It has got so many, it has such a huge swath of combat options options to traverse the environment to, to problem solving there's just so many options available to you to play the game that like if you don't like it fucking reset your stats and pick something you do like it is incredible i have three different characters right now and they're all playing in drastically different ways because fuck it the game lets you do it so why not like i'm having fun just doing that just seeing the crazy things i can do with each character. Like, I want this character to be like a gunslinger character who's like like an old, like just fires off like pistols and fucks people up with that. How far can I take that build? And it turns out pretty fucking far. You can take it. It's incredible the way the game lets you just express yourself in the, in the combat and how you want to play, customize your play style. It's good. Like, it is very quickly not only becoming like my game of the year, but probably one of my favorite games of all time, Cyberpunk. If I'm being totally honest. Wow. Yeah, it seriously might just be like one of my favorite games. Like, I'm not even kidding. I put so much time into it already, and I'm always finding new stuff to, to like about it. It's definitely up there and like probably one of my top 10 games now. But yeah, it's All good. Right. Yeah, some That's high good. praise right there. Yeah, dude. I love Cyberpunk now. Uh, moving on to gaming news. Oh, he man said I restarted the game, never finished, and it will be a while until I get to Phantom Liberty. Um, it's good, man, and you can get to it when you get to the Pacifica stuff. So I don't know how far you got in the campaign, but if you get to um Pacifica with the Voodoo Boys, it unlocks like after you do the Voodoo Boy stuff. 
which is like super cool. Um, but yeah, get into it, man. It's, it's dope. It's so good. Uh, pretty coming soon to Game Pass. We have Like a Dragon Ishin available now. I downloaded it actually. I downloaded it last night, and I haven't played it yet. But I'm going. I'm probably going to later today. Maybe we'll see. <laughs> uh, F1 Manager 2023 is available now for cloud console and PC. City Skylines 2 will be dropping October 24th on PC. Good get. And very good get. Dead Space is good dropping get. on cloud PC and Xbox October 26th. Didn't know that was happening until yep. I saw the, the show notes here. Yep. Incredible. I can't wait. I'm, I'm playing through Dead Space right now. I, I mentioned, like, I haven't played Dead Space since, like, last week, but this will be, like, a fun game to get into when I compare it to, like, the original game again. I'm um, glad, I, glad I waited on this. Yeah. Because I was. <laughs> I was about to buy it, dude. I was about to buy it. I'm glad I waited. Yeah. Um, Croc Detective, the entire mystery. Not some of the mystery, the entire mystery is dropping on cloud and console October 26th. Yeah. Um, and Echo's Night Market is releasing on cloud console and PC October 26th. Headbangers Rhythm Royale is dropping cloud console and PC October 31st. You played this game and you like this game, right? Absolutely. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah, it is incredible. You're happy didn't buy. <laughs> it's like, a, well, it's not out. It's launching on Game Pass. Oh, it's so. launching on okay yeah cool. so i didn't even know that until i saw this so that is incredible that's gonna be awesome that is awesome i'll definitely check that out you you, you sang a lot of praise for that game so i'll definitely check it out once it launches um jusant is releasing cloud console and pc october 31st as well so look forward to that dude i don't want to sound biased here why do i feel like the offerings for game pass are like Consistently better than what Sony's offering on PlayStation. I mean, it's because they are. And the fact that it's like on PC too, like. To be fair, if they put, if they fucking put, you know, Spider Man on their PlayStation Plus, I'd be like, I should buy, I'm going to go buy a PS5. (laughs) Yeah. Or, you know, if they put any of those games on there, I'd be like, yeah, I'll buy a PS5. For this and then subscribe yeah, to this thing dedication with xbox that like these games are launching on which pisses me off because like the only game i can think of that sony had that launched with uh their service that launched on their service was uh stray and people were like praising sony for it like yeah oh way to go sony like you're you're launching this game on the service you're so good to your fans like motherfucker Microsoft's been doing that for like three years already. Like, <laughs> are you serious? And not like um, indie games, but like AAA games. Sea of Thieves fucking dropped on Game Pass. But whatever. Yeah, but even, to, you know, even a lot of these are like, these are fucking huge. Like, City Skylines is fucking huge, man. That is a big yeah. fucking get. Day one, that is yeah. fucking huge. Like, a lot of people don't know City Skylines is like the fucking game if you want a, a city builder that's the one that is the one and it's launching on game pass day one uh like the 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 day one stuff is is huge it's fucking huge um so yeah um one thing at the in the uh footnotes here on this page uh leaving october 31st Gunfire Reborn. 
Yes, I saw that. I was sad. <laughs> I might. I want to buy it, man. I made so much progress on it, but the Steam version's so much farther from uh, the Microsoft version. I'm like, I'm torn. I don't know what to do. Just, just, uh. See, I would see if there's a way to, like, transfer your save. To, like, if you can copy. If there's a file somewhere that you can just copy into the Steam version, because sometimes they sometimes it does that, where you know it saves the data in different spots. So you, if you can just access that save, copy it to where the Steam version wants it, it might it. it might work like that. The thing is, do that like the Steam version is like I don't know how far it goes to like being a different version because the. Uh, the reason the Microsoft version, the Game Pass version, is so far behind Steam is because the Microsoft version needs to be on pace with the uh, the Xbox console version. Yeah, so I'm sure that's not getting prioritized as much, and that's why it's so far behind. I'll look into it. I'll look into it. But yeah, if it's like Gunfire Reborn, man, I was just waiting for the rest of the content to come to the Microsoft edition, but. Now that's not on Game Pass anymore. I don't know if there's I don't know how many people are actually playing it on X on Microsoft. Yeah. So I don't know if the incentive is even there to like continue updating it. Persona five Royale. But yeah. Persona's leaving and Signalis is leaving. Both very good games if you haven't played them. Signalis. Signalis you could probably finish before it leaves. Persona, good fucking absolutely. luck. Yeah, absolutely. Um, is it just Persona 5 that's leaving, or are the other Persona games too? It says Persona 5 Royale. So 4 is still going to be there, 3. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. I played Persona 5 like to hell and back on PlayStation, so I thought about restarting it on Xbox, but no, <laughs> I'm good. I got way too many games I'm playing right now to like invest time into that. As much as I love that game, yeah, I can't. I don't have time for a third playthrough. <laughs> um, but yeah, some good games coming, some good games leaving. So keep up with that, guys. Um, and it's some other news. Microsoft's Activision Blizzard deal is officially approved by UK regulators. So it's happening. It's happening. Coming. Yeah. As someone who subscribed to Game Pass and has an Xbox, I'm into it. I can see the concern from people outside looking in, but this isn't something, like, new. Like, this is the kind of thing that's been happening forever. Like, Sony has had so many exclusive deals with, like, Activision games, and I don't know. I don't see what the what the the, the huge deal is. Like, people think it's, like, this big antitrust monopoly thing, but that's not the case. Like, Sony can still make games, and every time people talk about like what separates these consoles from each other, they want to talk about Sony's exclusives, you know, Spider-Man, Last of Us, God of War. But now they can't get Call of Duty. Suddenly, like all oh, those don't matter now. <laughs> like, make them yeah, um, especially since like the reviews are out for Spider-Man is like the highest reviewed game ever. Yeah, like so, there's nothing but praise for Spider-Man right now, and I any think... of Sony's other exclusives. So. I think they'll be fine. Yeah, I think they'll be fine too. And they already decided, like, here's the thing to think about too. People are like, oh, well, 
if they want to win the console war, they could just make Call of Duty exclusive to Xbox, and they'll never have to compete. You're thinking small, small potatoes, dude. Like, come on here, come on now. Yeah. By by limiting all their games to Xbox and Microsoft products, that's less copies they get to sell. Microsoft's gonna get a little back end on every copy of that game that they sell. So it doesn't make fiscal sense to make it unavailable on PlayStation and lose out on that PlayStation revenue. It doesn't make financial sense. Yeah. Well, you know, they did it with uh, Starfield, so... Starfield's a special case, though, because that was being developed exclusively for uh, Microsoft and Xbox, so... No, it started out as, like, multi-platform. I thought it was uh, just Microsoft that started. Yeah, I think in the... uh... And the whole leaks that happened for the court shit, there were like emails that were like, I think it was like Pete Hines was like upset. He sent like an upset email to Microsoft that was like, why? Because they promised Call of Duty would remain multi-platform uh, as part of the, the dealings here. And then they were like, Pete Hines was upset that he was like, why doesn't, starfield get the same treatment i mean we we want to be you know he was like upset that they didn't get the same consideration when call of duty did they worked hard on the game they wanted to get like as much um appeal as possible but yeah i'm gonna be kind of a dick now that game could barely run the consoles. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the other thing. It was if they had to if they had to focus on another platform for that game, it would have been it would have been way worse. It would have been way worse. Let's be honest here. Like, this is the only situation where I think like limiting their focus to one platform was a good idea. Yeah, was a good thing for everybody involved. Like. But at the same time, it's like, if you want to talk about, like, money here, yeah, you can argue why didn't they make a Starfield multi-platform. Are you going to look me in the eye and say with a straight face that Starfield is going to have the same appeal as Call of Duty? Like, really? <laughs> a new IP from Bethesda that isn't Skyrim or Elder Scrolls or any of their other, like, popular properties. Not the same appeal as Call of Duty, but, I mean, it has massive appeal. I want to get the sales figures for that game right now. I don't think like it very quickly. It was the best selling game of the year, I think, or it was the best selling. The this the I was on Reddit and the the stats came out for it. It was the best selling something for either the season or something like that. So it sold, and that's not even counting Game Pass sales because Game Pass doesn't count as sales technically so yeah it was still like top selling something even yeah even when you don't count even when you count the exclusivity and you count game pass it was still the the best selling so it still did do it then because like I feel like Sony has had so many exclusives now like Call of Duty isn't going to make or break them like anyone who thinks that like call like Call of Duty is gonna like make or break Sony, doesn't have the confidence in their IPs that they claim they. <laughs> yeah, that's what I think at least. Um, but we'll see what happens, man. We'll see what happens with it. If I'm wrong, like fuck it, I'll eat crow. Like, but <laughs> I don't think I'm beating crow on this. 
Um, that's like a super old expression nobody uses anymore. But I've like never it. heard that. Yeah, it's a super old expression. Uh, don't know where it came from, but I've heard it before, so I wanted to use it again. I'm probably using it wrong, but if anyone knows, Google it for me. But yeah, um, so that got approved by the UK, so it's officially, officially, officially 110% like a thing now. They say they're not going to move very fast on doing much with this yet. So, you know, you're probably not going to see anything crazy happening until yeah. at least next year. Yeah, at least. But for real, though, like Diablo on Game Pass when? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Side, like, or just like resurrecting some of their old, you know, or old shit, StarCraft, or like getting like Infinity Ward to make a a Halo game or some shit like that. I mean, That's the cool. the possibilities are endless. Yeah, that would be so cool to see, dude. Like ID and Infinity Ward and all those guys just under one roof, just building shit. They haven't done anything like that yet. No one's. They're not like fucking doing this incestuous shit where they just making fucking shit they're just putting everyone together and say hey you're the shooter guys id and infinity ward and like raven or whatever the fuck make a shooter or make yeah. the next halo or like they haven't done that yet and i thought they would or like obsidian and bethesda get together and fucking make a fucking incestuous version of fallout it'd be it'd be crazy it'd be insane if you want to be like really funny or facetious about this, oh no, Bungie split off from Activision, didn't they? Damn it! PlayStation owns Bungie. Yeah, I was gonna say they could have. I forgot that Activision and Bungie like split. Yeah. PlayStation uh, owns Bungie now. Which another thing, PlayStation owns Bungie now. So like, <laughs> you know, Destiny. Like, come on, dude, really? You're... Destiny. They're building Marathon. Uh... You know they've got they've got people there who know how to make games. Yeah, so. they have their own exclusives. That's the thing. Like exclusives in the market have been a thing forever, and people acting like this is like some new thing that's gonna like ruin the game industry. It's just like it's yeah, but Bungie's Bungie's making multi-platform though. Bungie's not like Marathon's gonna be multi-platform. I do believe. But they would come out and said like. Oh, it's only gonna be PlayStation only. I wouldn't complain. I'd be like, okay, that's you own the company. That's your choice to like do it. Yeah. You know what I mean, I don't understand. This is part of the business. Like, I'm not gonna be able to. There's no machine that can play everything everyone's putting out except for PC. But the only reason why it doesn't is because like those developers just pulled those games back from PC releases. So. Yeah. The only time I think is really shitty is when it's like a when it's a franchise that's already been multi-platform, but then for like someone does a deal behind closed doors and now it's now this entry in this multi-platform franchise is exclusive like i don't know sony's doing with final fantasy yeah is kind of shitty because i can't even play that on pc i don't yeah. even fuck about xbox i just want it on pc yeah that's another thing that pisses me off too and like you know so sometimes it happens for reasons outside of like corporate greed, like Bayonetta is a good example where like, yeah, like Bayonetta two and three weren't going to happen unless Nintendo stepped in and bought them out. So 
Yeah. Well, they didn't buy them out. They like paid for exclusivity, but well, kind of like the story is that they they, they paid to make the games, and all they asked is that like, hey, you just keep it on Nintendo platform. Yeah, which is reasonable. They paid for the fucking game, like. But yeah, that's just the, that. There's there's a lot of like really scummy things that like both sides are doing, and to pretend like Microsoft is exclusively the bad guy here is like it's it's disingenuous. It's disingenuous as fuck. Come on. Um, I think it's disingenuous and a, an ex, an exaggeration of like what's gonna happen. I don't think it's gonna be this huge deal everyone thinks it is, and if it is a big deal, like I said, I'll eat crow on this. Like. <laughs> You know, you can call me out later and tell me how dumb and stupid I was for thinking anything different, but I think it's going to have a major shift up there. And if you do think it's like, a, if you're a hardcore Sony fanboy and you're like, oh, this is it, this is a death nail for Sony now, you didn't have that much confidence in their game stuff. <laughs> yeah. Not telling me that, you think that, like, Call of Duty is worth more than Last of Us? Spider-Man, Ghost Tsushima, God of War, all those games combined is what you're telling me now. Call of Duty is worth more than all those games combined, if you're being serious. I mean, it kind of is, but uh, <laughs> that's not to say that it's better than any of those games, but it definitely is more profitable. Yeah. We'll see what happens with that deal. Um. New trailers and videos. Earth Defense Force 6 got announced in the trailer. Yeah. You're the Earth Defense Force guy, so I don't know. But does this look good? Um, Good in what way? It looks good in the way that... um, You know, it looks like an Earth Defense Force game. The, But it looks bad because it looks too good, you know? Like the thing about Earth Defense Force is that it's like supposed to be fucked up, you know. Like there's some jank there. It's supposed to be sub 30 frames when the when the mother when the shit hits the fan, and it's just too smooth, you know. I think it's losing some of his identity here, but it looks good. It looks good. Yeah. I mean, Earth Defense Force is fuck. I think this game has been out in Japan for a while. And it's finally coming overseas, oh, yeah. so that's the that's the big thing. Simultaneous PC and PlayStation release date, so check it out, man. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. the The people who know Earth Defense Force say that this is probably the best one yet. So there's like something beeping in my house. Let me go take a look at that. Uh oh. Uh oh. Yeah. But. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't play. I didn't play EDF five. I think the last one I played was the Wing Diver one, which you know they added the Wing Diver, which when they added the Wing Diver, it was kind of it kind of didn't make any sense to play any other class because the Wing Diver was just so fucking good because you can you know you could fly, you know you're not running on the ground like a like a foot soldier, so. I haven't played the game since then, but I I want to, especially since it's coming to PC. So probably see how people feel about this, and then we'll uh, we'll jump in on it. But it looks good, looks good, looks like EDF. So I'm back. 
What's the what's the status? Oh, it's my dryer. My oh. wife uh, <laughs> tried some clothes this morning, and she was just she was trying she was doing a bunch of laundry, but mainly it was so she can get her work clothes dried and washed. So she opened the dryer, pulled her work clothes out, and then like closed it. But if you don't turn it off, it keeps beeping to tell you that the dryer's done. Uh. Yeah, and that's what I was hearing. I was like, "What the fuck is that?" My dad. But yeah, disaster averted, mystery. <laughs> <laughs> Custom Mech Wars. This game looks cool. Okay, so <laughs> this game looks cool. I would, I would, I would go so far as to say is this is also an EDF but uh different <laughs> in that it's like a mech based edf it's gonna sound dumb as fuck but i know exactly what you mean <laughs> <laughs> in that the the thing is the thing here is that you can build your own mechs and it gives you a high level of customization and you can go out and take those mechs they show one with it's just a gun on legs <laughs> yeah it's like silly and I'm like, I like that. The game like embraces the silliness. Yeah. I'm here for it. But like, not mech legs, like woman legs. And you're like, what is happening here? Well, the whole presentation is done by like a mech with a woman's head. Like. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't think I don't know what this game is. I just saw the trailer, and I was like, this looks this looks like something. That I'm gonna want to play. Yeah, same. So it looks kind of dumb, a little bit of jank, but like I'm into it. It looks like EDF, but with mechs. That's what. That's the best way I can describe this. So, um, you know, I think there's not enough. There's not enough of these. <laughs> yeah, and this is like you know, when I saw this, I was like, oh, is this like low budget armored core? Yeah, kind of, but like. Armored Core is like a serious, it tries to be like a serious, like simulator. This is like, no, it's just stupid bullshit. And I'm yeah. cool with it. Yeah. I'm cool with it. Like, I think there's probably not a lot of overlap between like people who will like this and people who will like Armored Core. I don't think there's be too much overlap there, but this looks fun. It looks fun and dumb, and I'm into it. Oh, I saw the mech with legs, the gun with legs. <laughs> There's just some weird, goofy shit here, man. I'm into it. Yeah. So, yeah. Look forward to custom mech wars. There's going to be so many just cock mechs. I just know it. Be oh, so yeah. Mechs all over the place. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All over the place. December 14th for this. There's a... Uh... <laughs> so, side note, there's a show... On Apple TV, hold on. God damn it, what is it called? Mythic Quest. It's about a, it's a comedy show. Is that the one with the Steve? No, Ryan. No, Mac. From yeah. 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 <laughs> and there's uh, the whole point of the show is that like these characters, these guys created this like MMO, and it's just the day to day stuff behind the scenes building an MMO. The the humor is like okay. And the first episode had this really funny bit that made me laugh. Um, so this character that lets you reform the terrain to give you this customization to the world, right? 
and there's some argument that what this the the developer wanted to stay as a uh, as a tool right to help you like fuck with the terrain but the the lead wanted to change it to a weapon that lets you do super cool kills and he's like you can't have it mess with the terrain that's that's too low of a ttp he's like a ttp is like time to penis like <laughs> the time to penis is way too low on that as soon as you release it penis is everywhere you can't do that <laughs> And I'm like, I know it's a joke, but that's probably something developers actually think about is like how players are gonna make it into this, like are gonna make penises with it. Yeah. Is that show good? But that's that's what I see with this. It's like it's gonna have a very low TDP. <laughs> We're gonna see just penis mechs everywhere. <laughs> but I'm okay with it. Is that a is that a good show? Yo, can you hear me? Okay, I think you're. I think you fucked up. I think you fucked up. Hello. What the fuck? Yeah, I think. I think you fucked up. Yeah, Reese. Yeah, Reese. Something fucked up with my shit. Redo your. Restart your shit. I can hear you now. There we go. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what happened, dude. Like everything sounded fine. I don't know what the hell is going on. You need some new equipment. Uh, maybe. I don't know what happened. Like I was fine and like I could hear like me. I could <laughs> hear you for a minute there. I had to like I went into my settings and like the output device was changed for some fucking reason. I don't know what happened. Did, is that a good show? It's uh, it's okay. <laughs> okay. It's like okay. Um, the humor there is like, if you go into it expecting something that's gonna that's gonna like, if you go into it expecting like, somewhat realistic, like humor there, like humor that you would that would actually be uh, how can I word it? Very specific to gamers. You're you're not gonna see that. The show's got a very broad appeal humor to it, so even if you're not a gamer, you can still be into it. And the farthest the gaming stuff goes into are like cute little references and not. But Custom Mech Wars has an EDF collab edition. Oh my god! <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> okay, well, there you go. Earth Defense Force is fucked. Yeah. Who's working on this game? Is it the same developer? I think it's no, I don't think it is. Yeah, D3 publisher. Well, they're publishing publisher. it, but yeah. Okay, great. Incredible. Great. Incredible. Incredible. I'm. I want to play this game. It's gonna, is it on Steam? Or it's going to be on Steam, right? Steam yeah, yeah. And it's not, it's not a full price game either. It's not? It's not. Um, it is $45. Ooh. Ooh. Well, 50, 50 normally, but 45 is on sale for the pre-order. So. I might be worth it $45 now. Yeah. Yeah. According to Steam... And the similar to games I played, this game is similar to Lost Ark. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. 
go home scene. But whatever. Moving on. We got game releases, everybody. So releasing October 19th. There's a lot of them. So let's not go over all of these. Let's go through a couple. Um, Gargoyles Remastered is releasing on PC, Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. That looks really cool. Yeah. I forgot that was happening. Another game I forgot was happening was Hot Wheels Unleashed 2 Turbocharged. It's another game I forgot was happening. I forgot the first one happened. (laughs) Uh, Uh, World of Horror is also officially releasing on everything, so that's really cool. We haven't heard of a World of Horror. That shit looks great. Yeah, it's a... it's a roguelike horror RPG inspired by Junji Ito and HP Lovecraft. And it has this really cool, like, I guess, like, MS DOS, like, kind of art, like, look to it. You'll see what I mean. When, but, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, recent reviews have been very mixed on it. I don't know why, because the game's been getting a lot of praise early access. So I don't know what the and stuff is but whatever um there's uh there's one in here called Leica aged through blood oh I remember that one yeah that's that um that's they, that, like that, that that furry like post-apocalyptic game that you're saying was like super dark and violent yeah it is yeah. <laughs> It is fucking violent as fuck. They call it a motorvania because yeah. you're it's a you're on a motorcycle the whole time. It's like imagine trials. Imagine the trials game, but you have a gun. And yeah, I remember seeing that. It's got like bullet time to it too. Yeah, it is very fucking difficult. It's difficult and violent and like pretty fucking cool. Uh, because you have to like do trick, you have to like do tricks to like reload your gun. Like I think you have to like when you run out of ammo, you have to do a backflip, and that's how you reload. Oh yeah, you're telling me there's not a button to do the backflip, you have to manually do it. Yeah, you have to actually do the backflip. Yeah. So cool. I like that. But that's what makes it difficult because you have to do that, and you know if you fuck up, then you just die and you go back to like the checkpoint. Um, I like that. If you hit you, if you take one bullet, you die and you go back to checkpoint. So it's uh, very difficult, but very interesting. Very interesting. There might yeah, still be a demo up. The demo's still up, so check out the demo of that. Because it's will. very different. Will. I definitely will. So those are the games to check out from the October 19th releases. Uh, October 20th, we got Marvel Spider-Man 2 dropping on PS5. So go check that out. Yeah. Slay the Princess is another one that I've actually heard of before. This one looks really cool. Yeah, I played the demo of this. It is very fucking cool. Yeah. It's very fucking cool. I mean, it's like a it's like a classic choose your own adventure, but it remembers your previous runs. So you like it's like meta in that way where like you remember your runs, obviously, but the game also remembers your previous runs. So, um, it's very cool. It's like choose your own adventure, and there's like a princess in a castle, and you go to the castle, and it's like you have to kill her somehow. But 
she's like a demon so it's not she's not gonna just let you kill her and yeah that's yeah it's really cool it's really cool i think there's a demo of this up too yeah yeah i gotta check this one out too this one looks really cool it's cool it's cooler than you think it is yeah. by looking I've at heard it very good things about it like yeah it looks cool from what like i was seeing on it too so if it's cooler than what how it looks i'm into it yeah um another thing that looks really cool super mario brothers wonder dropped in on switch same day as spider-man so <laughs> spider-man's gonna have a tough time spider-man's gonna have a rough go here man we joke but like they don't they're not even like they're not concerned about each other <laughs> <laughs> let's be honest here um i heard good things about wonder though same same i heard a lot of good things about it um i don't know it just looks good it looks good yeah. you know yeah there's a thing about spider-man that i don't think people are like it might it might be as good as it is right but there's this thing called like there's the there's the jonathan blow effect which is like jonathan blow put out braid and when braid came out it was one of the most highly acclaimed indie games ever made yeah and he and so then like whatever he did after that just was always in the wake of yeah it's the guy that made braid the most highly acclaimed indie game ever made uh, yeah and I, I think people just don't have the that that always foreshadows everything he does and people like when they review his like other games like the witness they don't they give it more acclaim than it deserves. Now, I'm not saying that's what's happening with Spider-Man, but th I think this happens with like Bethesda a lot too, where people just don't want to admit that it's not as good as it might you you want to be. Yeah, or like you 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 overlook the flaws more because of the legacy. Because of the legacy. Yeah, I'm not saying that's yeah. what happened with Spider-Man, but I feel like it might be a little bit of that. It might be a little like same with like Nintendo or like Zelda, like Tears of the Kingdom. Like I was a little more lukewarm on Tears of the Kingdom than I think most people were. Oh, that be. Yeah, oh, just for the simple fact that I feel like it could have been straight up just like a DLC, and. Yeah, they could have done that. But I disagree. Way too fucking big to have been like a, a DLC or expansion. Like, I think I'm the exact, I haven't finished it yet, but I'm the exact opposite. I think that's the only like $70 game I paid for that was like worth the $70. There's so much content there. I haven't even finished it yet. Yeah. But, um, but I know what you mean. Like there, there's a certain legacy there that people get attached to, and they when they but they 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 review a game or product, they can't look at it like in a vacuum. They have to compare it to the legacy. Yeah, not necessarily just reviews. It's just in general, just how you feel about the current yeah. thing because of how good the past thing may have been. The witness yeah. feels like uh, Joseph Anderson has a good 
uh, analysis of the witness because there's things in that game that feel like Jonathan Blow was trolling. It feels like he's purposely making a shitty game to see how people react to it. And the reaction is, look how fucking awesome this is. When in reality, he's like making it shitty to see if people call him out on it being shitty. Oh, yeah. And there's things about that game that seems like that's exactly what he's doing. But the opposite is happening where people are fucking in love with it because it's Jonathan Blow, because he made Braid. And it's a, it's a very interesting uh, take on that game and just games in general or like media in general or anything where I think people were just, I don't know, they just take uh, the, your reputation precedes it and it gets to a point where you can't call shit out. But who's the, who did you say to this review? Uh, Joseph Anderson. I'll check it out. Yeah, Joseph Anderson's The Witness review. It spoils a lot of The Witness. And it's not to say that The Witness is anywhere near a bad game. It's quite fucking... It's quite fucking good. But if you look at the Steam description, it goes, this is a game for intelligent people who don't want their time wasted. It's shit like that. There's like parts of the description in Steam where it's like, why would you write this? And then the game is not at all... There's there's a bunch of shit in that game that wastes your fucking time, uh, <laughs> but no one call no one mentions that shit when they talk about that game. It's it's very interesting. Uh, anyway, okay, that makes sense. I, I I see what you mean. Like, um, I see exactly. I know exactly. What like you that's mean. a game that's purposely made to be shitty, but people don't call it out because it's Jonathan Blow and he made Braid. I mean, it's not, it couldn't possibly be shitty. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway. I know, I know what you mean. Like, it's that is, a, that's a very interesting take on it that I want to see. Maybe he did do it on purpose. If you will call him out when nobody did, he was like, yeah, right. which there's a lot of like authors that do that. There's like, you know, like people will get like critically acclaimed books and they'll like just write a shitty one to see if people call them out on it or you know be like am i really this good or are people just fucking boosting me there's uh it's funny you bring that up because with a little side tangent here yeah um so stephen king is considered by a lot of people to be a very critically acclaimed author, you know, one of the best horror authors of our generation. And it's not me saying this, this is what people have been saying about him, whether you like him or not, like that is that is his like legacy here. And it took him a long fucking time to get published, a very long fucking time to finally get published. So he had like hundreds of books right on back end that he just wanted to get published. And we got that big break and he started getting his books published, he started getting his books released. He went to his publisher and was like, hey, I have, like, a fucking mountain of books I want to get released now. And they're like, okay, hold on a minute, bud. <laughs> like, you can't release all those at one time. You're going to you're gonna overflood the mark. You're going to cheapen your name. You can't release all these books at the same time. You just can't. So what he did, because he thought it was a good chance to see, like, if he's really, like, worth a damn. So he released those books under a pseudonym, 
a pen name, Richard Bachman. And up until it came out that it was him, those books floundered in sales. <laughs> like they, they hardly sold anything. They never yeah. really made a huge profit. They never cracked. They never really cracked any huge sales lists. But the second it came out that it was him writing them, they were cracking at the top 100. Granted, could that be a critique on him that maybe he's not that great a writer? It could be. Could it be like more indicative of like the publishing system and that like it's really hard to like sell a book unless you're already an attached name? It could be that too, but that is something that happened and you can do with that data as you want, but the sales, the sales are one thing, but it's like the reception. Like... There's hardly any reception to them because there wasn't a lot of real buzz about them. So not a lot of publications like did reviews on them. But when I heard the reviews came back, they were kind of okay. Yeah. Uh, one of his books, Rage, got like dragged through the calls specifically the subject matter like it's the book could have been great but the subject matter really is what held it back and even he's admitted that the the subject matter in that book was a little what could have been handled better and so we stopped like selling it he doesn't like acknowledge it but yeah the reception i think was kind of whatever but the second it came out that it was him like people started reading on reviewing them and the publication started reviewing them and you know the 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 public consensus now is the books are okay. They're yeah. not like The Shining. You know they're not like Cujo, but they're they're not it. But it's okay. It also doesn't help they weren't like horror novels. At least all of them weren't horror novels. So. Oh. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. There's gotta be a name for that. I call it the Jonathan Blow effect, but. It's not. Yeah, I don't it's know. It's not a bad name for it. I mean, it's it's an apt description. Yeah. But I want to see artists do that. I want to see like a band like release an album under like a different name or like a different uh, under a different like band name and see like what happens. Or just or because it's it's hard to do it under a different name because then you might not get the exposure that it wants because the point is the point is everyone knows it's you but you know that you'd made it bad on purpose and, but yeah. people are glazing it as if it's the greatest thing ever just because of who you are it's like kanye it's like kanye now not to say that everyone loves everything kanye's done after like dark twisted fantasy but there was, you know, a period of time after that where people just loved or still fucking in love with like, you know, like Jesus is King or, yeah, uh, you know, stuff around there. And that's the thing to think about, too, is like, are you praising like his new stuff or are you still like high on college dropout? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> which I think college dropout is probably one of the best hip hop albums like ever. Like, <laughs> yeah. And it's it's hard to like. I can understand how hard it is to like look at all his other work like objectively like that. Yeah, that's not much down. He's he's a piece of shit now. Like <laughs> he ruined his reputation now. But then on the on the other side, it's also hard to be the one. Like if you are the guy that's like this is garbage. If you are the guy that's that, it's hard to be that guy because you feel like you're the only guy, 
that's brave enough to call out what you think is the truth. Yeah, uh, I mean, not not just like legacy stuff, but well, you can look at legacy stuff. Look at like a you know Lindsey Sterling, not Lindsey Sterling, um, Sterling. What's their name? Jim Sterling. Jim Sterling. Yeah, they still go by Jim. I don't remember. But... J- James Stephanie Sterling. Okay. When they reviewed Breath of the Wild, right? They made some honest critiques on it, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. The the weapon durability was a little shitty. Like, I'll be honest, it's kind of annoying to deal with. I understand why it was there, but it was kind of annoying. Like, make the very le- the legendary stuff last longer, at least. Like, there's no reason for the durability to be as annoying as it is. I like it in Tears of the Kingdom because it it encourages you to like you know actually engage with the mechanics, but there wasn't a good reason for it to be as shitty as it was in Breath of the Wild. He right and they rightfully called that out, and people fucking hated them for it. Remember that? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some very honest and they gave it. What did they give? It? They gave it like an eighty out of a hundred. Like they still gave it a pretty solid score. Like yeah, it was like an eight or something. <laughs> yeah, but people like fucking hated them for it. Yeah. Sent them fucking death threats. This other guy, some random, like, smaller YouTuber was talking about, like, he was doing a video on, like, what was it? Uh, Like, sexual assault in video games and how, like, with male characters put off as a joke. And he brought up, like, Breath of the Wild, how, like, when you level up your armor, the great fairies, like, kind of sexually harass you a little bit. Like, when they pick you up and kiss you without your consent, you're, like, struggling away from it you don't you don't like it obviously but they're still doing it for you and you have to engage that mechanic like upgrade your equipment and he like kind of criticized that he's like that's really shitty like can you imagine like a sexual assault survivor and seeing this played for laughs like as a man like that would be really shitty which is it makes sense like yeah i understand completely people fucking hate him for it too just so much bullshit in the comment section just you know fuck you you fucking sjw snowflake like it, it was insane, like... Yeah. It was just a game, like, chill out, fuck. And these were, like, valid criticisms. I thought it was valid, like, yeah, something I never thought about before. Like, yeah, I can't imagine, like, if you're a male sexual assault victim and you saw this stuff, that would be really shitty for you to, to put up with. And, like, nobody, like... And this guy, here's the guy talking about it, brave enough to talk about it. And everyone, like, fucking ran through the coals for it. So, yeah, I see exactly what you mean. It's hard to be that guy with, like, even the criticism was valid. It's hard to be that guy criticizing the thing everybody loves because everyone's going to fucking hate you for it. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. Spider-Man 2 is probably the greatest game ever made, but I have my yeah. doubts. <laughs> I think it looks incredible. Like, me personally, I think it looks really good. Yeah, visually, it's stunning. It's incredible. I mean, visually, but that's all Sony games are. It's like visuals over everything most of the time. Yeah, you were kind of lukewarm on the first Spider-Man game, so I doubt it's going to do anything like that. I was lukewarm on the first one. Miles Morales was way better just because it was a smaller, more honed-in, focused experience. Yeah. It didn't do all the open world bullshit that is just fucking why does open world why does every open world game need a racing mini game? Why do you need to race shit in every open world game? 
none of them are immune to this. Zelda does it. Fucking, they they all do it. Or it's like a racing game. You just well, race. Some people like that stuff. Like, yeah, some people like it, but I just don't understand why every single one does it. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Anyway, I just feel like you know they're very paint by numbers style of games, and I just don't. I just I'm tired of them. So. I'll give that Spider-Man, the first Spider-Man, was very paid by numbers. Miles Morales, I think, had more interesting quests available in it. So if the second game can do a little bit of that, just like, hey, take out some of the stupid open-world bullshit people don't like, I think we have a pretty solid game here. We'll see what happens. I'm going to pick it up on PC eventually. Like That's like non-negotiable for me. Yeah, I'm a huge Spider-Man fan. Like I love the first game, mainly for the story. Like, the, the combat was great. I didn't engage a lot of the stupid open-world stuff, like the races. I didn't do any of that. Even though people tell me the races are fun, but the swinging is good, but it's not, like, how can I word it? The swinging isn't this, like, really crazy, dynamic thing that requires so much of your control to justify a racing system. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's not enough in your control for the swinging to, like, justify racing. It's not just a Maybe swing, it's just like you like running across rooftops and Oh yeah. Yeah. Like the lot of stuff that, that's there is really cool. Don't get me wrong, but like I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of stuff there that we didn't need to have. The collectible stuff is kind of weird. Like, you know, the collecting backpacks is kind of annoying. As cool as it was to get it and to see like the 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 shit in it, you know, him reminiscing about like, oh it's a spider plushie, you know, I was trying to I was trying to get the copyright for that, but I had to reveal who I was. So there's a bunch of third-party like knockoffs in the market now. Like and like the little things like that were neat as a Spider-Man fan, but as a gamer, I'm like, this is annoying. <laughs> like running around the city collecting backpacks. Like yeah. So yeah. I hope like the second game like has this middle ground where it's like, you know, where it's 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 okay. And I'll always argue the stuff you didn't like about the first one. You don't have to engage with it, but. You don't, but it just litters the fucking... Yeah, it's there to be engaged with, to pad out time, and it just it shows up on your map. It's constantly reminding you that it's there. You can say the same about, like, any of the Assassin's Creed games that have yeah. way too much shit on the map. Like, you don't have to do any of it, but, you know, all these billion yeah. fucking map markers, it's just a little... It's it's too much. It's too yeah. much. I would... Yeah, I, I would. It's, I, there I, to, it's there to be content. Like, that's it. It's not like... It doesn't add anything to the game. You can take it out, and it won't take anything away from the game, really. I want, I want an open world game that is just brave enough to just not put shit on the map. Don't even tell me. Don't even tell me where I am on the map. Like, if I open the map, I just want to be able to like look at my surroundings and try to like pinpoint where I am on the map and kind of just navigate. Oh my god, the game should be good enough that. I I just I just I naturally just want to explore it and discover um, shit on my own. I don't want it to go. Ooh, you found a fucking. Ooh, this is the the crypt of the the ultra hand. And <laughs> you are not gonna like this, but you are describing Dark Souls. Dark Souls, yes, Dark Souls. And then when Elden Ring came out, um. It put a it put a bunch of markers on the map. 
Yeah, I'll give Elden Ring the benefit of the doubt because it's like a much bigger game than Dark Souls or any of those games ever were. But uh, the, but Elden Ring is the credit of oh my god, it revolutionized the open world. And I'm like, and I play the game, and I'm like, are we playing the same fucking game? <laughs> you guys are insane. That's that's a perfect example of FromSoft has this reputation of oh they make awesome fucking these souls games and then Elden Ring comes out and it gets fucking glazed and I'm like guys have you have you played they, they didn't revolutionize shit open world like you remember uh Breath of the Wild remember when that came out <laughs> or like yeah I just it, I was super confused I was super confused man no, I, I know what you mean, and it's like it's unfortunately like popular consensus something that like uh, it's never gonna be like hundred percent right. Like as much as I, as much as, as cool as it would be to have everyone just have a solid consensus on something, people are really quick to forget. <laughs> people are really quick to forget things, and like look at EA, man. Like all the shit with EA going on. And people were like super cool to just like, oh, EA's back. Like, people forgot about fuck EA forever ago. And say with Konami, like, they got a couple, they're re releasing Metal Gear Solid games, remaking Metal Gear Solid 3, and people totally forgot about fuck Konami. Like, yeah. Yeah, speaking of Metal Gear Solid, yeah. Tuesday, <laughs> yeah. Tuesday, Metal Gear Solid Collection Volume 1 comes out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's get back on track here. <laughs> Um, <laughs> no, Mega Solid Collection is coming out Tuesday. Um, uh, the crazy thing about that on PC is all the games are separate, so I don't totally understand that. Like the full package is fifty bucks, but if you like dive in, each game is like an individual thing on the on the store. So oh yeah, I don't know what if I can just buy three, I would do that. If they let me do that, I will do that. <laughs> and we'll see when it comes out. It's coming out Tuesday, right? Is that what you said? Next yeah, Tuesday? yeah. So we'll check that out. Up next, we got October 25th. We got Postal Brain Damage coming out. Yeah, I played that. Yeah, was it good? Did you like it? I did, but I'm, I'm the audience for this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is a very stupid fucking game, but... That's what I like, so. I definitely gotta check it out then. It's on my list. Like, I wanna play it. Like, I like these kinds of, like, stupid games and, like, these old, like, boomer shooter style games. I hate calling them that, but. Yeah. That old style of FPS is, like, something you don't really see anymore, and I like that shit, so bring it on. <laughs> we got Stray Souls coming out. Oh, this is not the game I was thinking. What is this game? What the hell is this game? Uh, some sort of horror game. I've never heard of this game before. It looks interesting. The name is familiar, but <laughs> I don't know if I know what this is. It looks bad. I mean, not bad, but, you know, it looks low budget. Which is funny because if you look at the Steam page, it's like next gen hard. Like really, <laughs> really. Okay. Really. Look how he's look how he's holding this gun. I know, man. Like, I feel like it's not how you hold a a handgun. 
but uh okay well coming There's out no reviews on it yet so we'll see when this comes out but next gen horror that's a good one yeah that's probably because it's running like unreal 5 or some shit yeah they said it's uh it's combining the, the raw combined power of the unreal engine 5 and metahuman technology okay Advanced facial animations okay buddy okay there's this joke in um and uh <laughs> there's this joke in simpsons when uh so they're kind of spoofing on like star wars and they had this like star wars like spoof movie come out that was like terrible because the storytelling was really bad and they confront the creator who's supposed to be george lucas he's like what are you talking about it's the best like star wars movie ever released ever since we perfected digital eyelash rendering <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's the same energy here that i'm getting from this There's this clip and like I'm not seeing anything really next gen about the facial. Yeah. Or with anything. <laughs> well, I thought at least that the facial animations would be like really cool, but I feel like um It looks like a PS3 game. Yeah, I feel like uh Half Life Two had better like facial animation than this game. So yeah. Okay, well, that's Stray we're Souls. Yeah, we're spending way too much time on this game. <laughs> yeah, moving on. Oh, that's, getting, that's it. That's it, everybody. That's yeah. the show. Thank you all guys so much for listening in. Uh, new show days are Thursdays now. Thursdays. We'll change. So Thursdays, we're doing the show now. So Yeah. Check us out next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. Yeah. You guys can catch us on gamerverse.com slash YouTube, gamerverse.com slash Discord, gamerverse.com slash Twitch. I think that's it. Am I missing something? <laughs> that's I think that's it. So go to the go to the go to the thing. Go to the thing. Go to the thing and, and do the and do it. You know what to do. So yeah, ring the bell, subscribe whatever <laughs> Sma thing. smash that like button hit that <laughs> hit that notification bell you get a notification every time we put out a new video you smash that smash that thing eat it lick it and and yeah. and uh and do and make love to it and you know what have a good time While we're at it this episode was brought to you by carl's jr carl's jr fuck you i'm eating that's uh that's an idiocracy reference everybody who gets it Fuck you, I'm eating. Yeah. <laughs> All right, peace out, everybody.